Welcome to BFC Live, the daily video and podcast series of Business of Cannabis. BFC Live highlights the company's brands, people, and trends driving the global cannabis sector. Learn more at businessofcannabis.ca. Our guest today is Krista Raymer, the co-founder of the Trainer Group, talking about the new announcement from the AGCO in Ontario, reviewing the February 3rd Cannabis Retail Series, and looking ahead to the Cannabis Retail Series on March 3rd. Krista Raymer, thank you for joining us here this morning. Thanks for having me again. Well, it's exciting to have you. Uh, obviously, you're with the Vitrina Group. Um, uh, you are a retail consultancy. You do a ton of work in the cannabis space. Uh, we've been talking to you probably close to a year. Mm-hmm. Maybe we're coming up on our anniversary of, yeah. of uh, talking to you and, and hearing your expertise. Um, and a lot has changed. Let's start here. The AGCO, the folks that approve or authorize or give license to um, cannabis retailers in Ontario, said they are now approving not 20 per week of stores opening, but 30 per week stores opening. They announced that within the past couple of days. Mm-hmm. That is a huge announcement on top of other huge announcements, which means retailers are in a hurry. I mean, it, we were always in a hurry, like retailers were always in a hurry to get the doors open. I think just one of the roadblocks to getting those doors open is slowly being more and more removed. And so now it's really going to be the retailer and their own capacity to get open in terms of the timing to get the, the doors. Yeah. And the doors open generally wasn't a problem because usually you were waiting for the government to give you a thumbs up. Now it's really the opposite. You're waiting for your store to be ready, like physically ready and designed and all that. And that was actually the topic of our conversation at our first cannabis retail series event at the beginning of February. We talked to general contractors and folks that do interior design. And it seems, it used to seem like there were tons, there was tons of time to do that and you needed to time out the work so that you didn't have it all done before you could open. Now it seems like everybody, well, I want to ask you, is everybody in a rush to get that kind of work done so they can open? Well, I think that there's a couple different things at play. Um, one of the one of those things is your timeline just with construction. Construction takes time. Something that a lot of people aren't thinking about is like the building permits um, and cities approving and making sure that building permits are going through in a timely manner so that your construction can get started. Um, and then it's, it's you're also your planning pieces. There's a lot that has to go into once you're building, getting those doors open and anticipating like hiring a team and planning your inventory and how long your inventory is going to get to get there. That isn't just your cannabis product because we know the timeline of that. But when we think about accessories and when we think about all of the other just items and things you need to run a retail store, those have shipping and timelines. And really with the pandemic and changing from zones and and what's locked down, what isn't, not being able to get into stores or any delays with shipping can really impact all of those things, compounding the problem even bigger than maybe than it was. So I think realistically, any retailer looking and getting their doors open and is scheduled in the queue right now, it's how much faster would you be able to do it? Take a look at your timelines now and say, where do we have room to tighten this up if we can? Because the reality is, is you're probably gonna have the opportunity to get your doors open faster than what you had anticipated. 
which sounds like great news, unless you're planning on a six month horizon and now you, it's three or four. And I would encourage folks on our website, businessofcannabis.ca to go back. You can watch all the programming from the February event. It was really insightful, I think, not only from that sort of nuts and bolts design and construction, but also how you, th what's the strategy behind you design it to then build out that marries up with everything else you're doing as a brand, as a, as a retail brand and, and how you train your employees. Like it all really does tie in together, which I thought was super helpful. And, and you guys wrote a great pretty sort of three things that you took away uh, from the event as well. And we'll obviously link to that as this, uh, as this goes live as well. Um, and I wanna shift a bit because we yeah. talked about sort of design and building and mm -hmm. uh, at March 3rd, our second in the cannabis retail series, we're gonna talk about like foundational technology, which I think from a retailer perspective, it's like, there's so much to think about and do, and there's the construction and the branding and the staff, and da, da, da. but like how the operation actually runs is reliant on a lot of like interaction of like compliance and retail tech, certainly sort of marrying up together. And, and I don't wanna, when you talk to clients, like how do you think your clients are thinking about that type of technology? Well, I think retailers as a whole, um, when we look at the tech that is enabling the business, we really look at it as being able and the key point to um, allow for the sale to happen, right? Like we're in the business of selling weed, let's make sure that that's going to happen as efficiently as possible. And so I think when we picked and when we're talking about who we're going to be speaking about with in March, we're really picking some of those groups that are like at the very, very beginning. And then there's so many other ancillary support and, and tech options out there that expand past that. But at the root cause of it is how do we monitor and measure the SKUs going in and out of inventory? And then how are we collecting payment for those SKUs? Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's like, it's, it's again, it seems nuts and bolts, but like getting it right, and, and I think, and I wanna ask you, like getting the right uh, tech stack in place that like integrates with itself is great for the employees to like, train up and use yeah. is a seamless experience from a consumer perspective, whether they are online or in store, also seamless from your sort of staff to compliance to, you know, just operating a business. And, and we have uh, Greenline POS, sort of a, the, the hub of a lot of it is Greenline POS. We'll also have Merco, which is a payment services company, mm -hmm. um, as well as Buddy, which enables a lot of um, sort of menus for sure, but also e-commerce and online. So I think we, we have a group that, that obviously works together uh, a lot, but also yeah. has deep experience working with retailers from, from large to mom and pop and everything in between. And talk a little bit about that because you've certainly been at the table when retailers are thinking about these things and like do retailers, especially new ones, understand the importance of like uh, going with people that have been there before and seen the challenges you don't even know you'll have. The difficulty, I think, in any situation when you're going into a new space, especially if you don't have any experience in it prior, um, is you don't know what you don't know. And so being able to partner with the right people that have seen some of those problems come up will not only guide you in a way that will help avoid them for you in the future, um, but also along the way will identify what they could pop up to be for you as well. And so like getting the doors open is incredibly painful um, because of a number of different reasons, which we've spoken about many times before, but even maybe more painful is like that very first week of being open because that's when everything starts to identify itself as like where the problems might pop up. 
And so you're not only trying to open your doors, meet your customers and get product into the hands of your customer, but you're also putting out fires everywhere of like what isn't working perfectly together. And so working with teams who are going to allow you to put those fires out or like make sure that we have a smoke detector before the fire is a raging fire is really, really helpful. And so I think talking to the group that we're going to is they all come from that perspective. We come from the same perspective as we we've seen these problems pop up. Let's see what we can do to enable that they're not going to for the groups that are to come. Yeah, it's especially going to be important. I mean, we've talked about this a million times over the past, I mean, it seems like year, but it's actually only been a month and a half of, <laughs> of, uh, of, of 2021. But there is going to be a mad rush of, you know, a thousand new retailers, certainly in Ontario, probably another thousand, the rest of the country as well, maybe more that really, some of them don't know what they don't know. And our goal through the retail series, through your work, through our partnership with you and others is to help them get to get to day one and then be successful from day one to day seven, seven to 14, and then build on that success. And so this is obviously part and parcel of that, but also it is this idea that that partners who come at it with a lens of solving solving problems that you that you don't know, but also avoiding problems that they do know, right? Mm -hmm. Like there, there is a bit of that and they've seen a lot and every day they see more. And, and I, think it's, um, I think it's super valuable and I'm excited about what comes next, of course, on March 3rd, but also beyond that, because I think this series, we're, we're really creating a, a group of like would-be and current retailers mm -hmm. and providing them with that information is, well, it feels good, but it also, I think we've seen even in the chat and how people are making connections to the folks that are like on the panel or in the breakout rooms, it is really, I think, super valuable. So I want to thank you for sort of making it all happen and partnering with us on this. No, we're super excited. And I think when you get a group of people together who have done it before, as well as who are currently exploring it and or thinking about it, it's really helpful to see from different perspectives because every business is a little bit different how you're gonna operate is a little bit different. And so those insights um, can really drive some effective decision-making for the future, which ultimately is going to be whether you can keep your doors open long-term. Yeah, get them and keep them open. And, and we, look, we've I live in downtown Toronto. It, it's amazing to see doors opening. That is incredible. Um, yeah. But it'll also be great to see how people carve out that brand, that niche, you know, whether they're leading with like unbelievable customer service or an unbelievable online presence or both, or have a huge store and they're filling it in interesting ways or having a tiny shop and filling it in interesting ways. Like, mm -hmm. I think we're about to see some real diversity. And, and, and as you guys wrote uh, last month about sort of, there'll be a bunch of destination stores for a whole array of reasons, which I think is really, really compelling. Stores can look different. Like, the, what we have seen so far is um, a, some iterations on that, but I think moving forwards, you're going to see a lot more stores look a lot different. So yeah. that's super exciting and it is involved things doing people doing things differently. Yeah. And actually on that line, the one person we, we have not talked about that we'll be um, talking on the third is Lisa Biagioni, who uh, mm -hmm. had a store in Niagara Falls uh, and now are they open uh, in um, they are open. Stoke yeah. Cannabis? Yeah. And I've been watching her trying to get her Instagram uh, page up and stay up. Uh, but we'll talk to her as well, because we like to start with a, a, a upfront sort of talking to a real retailer and sort of kick the tires. She's been great to share with us before through you, uh, sort of her experience uh, now opening sort of her second round of stores. Yeah, she's got these awesome insights from being a lottery winner and then doing it herself now. 
um, and what that looks like. So uh, we're really, really excited to have her. And actually, that's not all. We're going to hold back one of the secrets uh, for March 3rd, and we'll roll it out probably right in advance. But we have a new partner that's coming on board that uh, will also be able to share some incredible insights about what's happening with consumers. So stay tuned for that. That's a little bit of a tease. Um, but Krista Raymer, thank you for your time this morning. We will see you on March 3rd uh, and probably before then once or twice as well. <laughs> yeah. Speak soon. Bye -bye. Our work is made possible with the ongoing support of our official partners, including Cannabis at Work, Cannabis Benchmarks, Can Delta, Gallagher, and Torque and Mains.